Good afternoon, and welcome to episode 149 of Wanderings and Wool Gathering. Today is a special day. We're not reviewing a record. We just did that a few days ago. Instead, we are going to have an interview with two special people from that record. That's Odie and Mariana from Project Renegade. And uh, today's sponsors are the Kokomo Lantern. Get all your local Howard County news on kokomolantern.substack.com. And 4411 Creative Agency, the good folks at 4411 provide custom marketing and flawless execution. Creative is their middle name. So head over to 4411creative.com to find out more. And joining me today for this conversation is none other than Metalhead Monday. Step inside into his mind, his boy and time, it's Metalhead Monday. And there he is. Hello, hello. The Backstreet Boy himself. Wish I had that money. Yeah, well, it gives me joy every time I see the intro. (laughs) So, And we're not going to wait around because nobody wants to hear us blather on. We are going to bring on our guests from Project Renegade, fresh off the release of their latest record, Ultra Terra. It's Odie and Mariana from Project Renegade. Hello, guys. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. That Backstreet Boy thing killed me. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> this threw me so off, right? <laughs> like, I can so, just get that image out of my head. It's going to be a tough time for me right now. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Please do. <laughs> I think I fit right in. I mean, yeah. you know, I look pretty good I'll, there, but that was uh, like an inside, <laughs> that was an inside joke a long time ago on the show about because I, you know, I'm a huge metal fan. So they would, you know, joke with me about loving like boy bands and stuff like that. So someone uh, took it upon themselves to make that picture and the theme song. So here we are. Well, I'm really glad it exists in the, in the interwebs. <laughs> it was amazing. It will never die. <laughs> I better be careful, Odie. You might be a member of NSYNC before this is over. So oh, I'm, sure, I'm so down, man. I'm so down. <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding me. I'll dance to bye 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 all day. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you should lead off the next record. Hell, or it could be Challenge a accepted, buddy. Challenge accepted. <laughs> JP, eat your heart out. <laughs> J who? <laughs> well, I think um, since we just had the review of the record on Sunday. Um, let's just jump in. Let's talk a little bit about that record and um, its release. How's that gone for you guys so far? Oh, I mean, so far, so good. We couldn't hope for, like, anything better. Yeah. Uh, We we never saw that much, you know, um, uh, attention and traffic in our uh, digital platforms uh, before. Uh, So we are really, really, really happy. We are actually riding, you know, on the, we are on the rise right now with the album, uh, you know, by attracting new listeners and the video for our promo song Token is going really well. And um, we actually had uh, some uh, airplay in the US, in the American radio, uh, and that goes also very, very, very well. Uh, we are really, really excited because there, there's some stuff that are are starting to show you know that everything's gonna go well 
but it's mm-hmm. the beginning and we're eager to see what's going to come next what's going to come next so yeah i mean we were way more prepared for this release than the previous one last one we just put it out in the world and you know hope for the best videos came in <clears throat> way later on a way later stage uh this time it was a more uh, calculated release so things are going well for us now it's this you know i feel the same you know like you know the signs are there where, where is it going to take us <laughs> and it was very uh, fruitful for us that we released the song with a video because you know we live in the digital age and you know video is uh, a big thing in general you know the visualization part of the things is a really big thing for you know the internet so it garners a lot of people our way right now and they really dig the song they really dig the previous uh promo uh videos that we did for the record and it's just you know it's been amazing man it's it was like a two and a half, three year, you know, almost waiting period for this record to be released. And now we get to finally show it to people, you know, with COVID and all of that. It was really hard. So I'm just stoked, man. I'm just stoked. So what big weight off of my shoulders. How yeah. did um, releasing the Fixes In and Blood Witch videos previously, I mean, do you think that, helped or hurt do you think that like maybe built a little anticipation going into this how did that play out for me i I could see it going both ways because we were in the midst of the you know whole covid pandemic thing and we've done i mean this record was done in and i mean done like all the recordings were we were finished. It was up to our producer to mix it and thing. We were done 20, 20, 2021. No, 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 uh, 2021. So, wow. yeah. And we were like, okay, we're not going to release a record in, during COVID. That makes no sense. Uh, it's just going to get buried. You know, people are like, you can't support it with touring. It's yeah, like, exactly. for, for us, you know, we have to release something to it as much as we can, you know, get close to the people that are interested and we couldn't do that. So we were like, okay, let's just wait. And so there were like two scenarios. Either we release some songs to just help us survive through COVID and be like, you know, create some hype that, yeah, they're working on something and I cannot wait, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit hyped for that. Or we could just, stay like dormant and then just go boom like release a video video whatever either way we saw it as you know it was one or the other for us it was you know it was it was either one so we were like okay let's just keep the momentum of you know order of the minus going with some videos and then we'll uh, release the record create a new video and then go from there obviously you know Again, we had some uh, trouble. We had, again, you know, lineup changes. Thankfully, though, that worked in our favor because uh, our new guitarist is also a visual effects artist. So creating now videos is way easier nice. than, you know, yeah, that it's ever been before. So we have a lot of stuff in the bag for later. It's not like we just, you know, blew our shot, you know, record video and it's done. There's a lot more stuff coming. So hopefully, you know, it's 
gonna, you know, it's gonna get us the attention that we need for this record because it was, you know, it was a labor of love and a pain in the ass to create, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> And, and also we wanted to show the to our fans and our fan base that, you know, in the meantime, the, the sound changes, the we change, there is, you know, a different kind of approach to our music. So we couldn't just have them waiting with the 2019 order of the minus sound. We want to give them something new, something that would um, be like a, you know, like a candy for what's coming next. Because, I mean, when when things opened up, like uh, in 2022 and touring started, 2019 was 2019 was way, way in the past. Yeah, yeah. That was like so a you cannot, different. You cannot book gigs with old with that old music. Yeah, it was like yeah. a different period in time. I mean. And it was also, you know, I think we were very smart about the singles that we chose because it was like the fixes in was a little bit reminiscent of what we did in the past, just a little mm -hmm. bit more aggressive than Blood, which was something, you know, it had like trap beats and, you know, it was, it, it eased them into what this record was about. And, you know, now Token was like, okay, so there is something, you know, that's reminiscent of the past. There's something that's, oh, wait, that's new. And now there's token which was like, suck on that. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it was like way different than what we had. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious, and I think I brought this up either on the show or right beforehand when I was talking to Monday. Um, so on Apple Music, you get stars beside the, the most played songs, like the most popular songs on records. And the first one that popped up was the millennial March, which is one of my favorite ones on the record. Oh, and so, wow. and it kind of changes as the plays go on, but interestingly enough, I just pulled it up again. Millennial March is still there. 23 is now there. Uh, my oath, which we both loved. Um, but interestingly, token and blood, Witch weren't there. So the idea that people are latching onto new songs that were not previewed before I think it's pretty cool that, you know, you're offering actually, something here for everybody. Okay. That's actually pretty rad. I mean, I, I am all about, you know, digging into records and just not the singles, which is something mm -hmm. that is not a thing of, you know, today's day and age. I mean, that's what we do. That's, that's what we try to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, it, and, and you know what? Uh, it's really why, I really appreciate this podcast and what you do because you guys like get in there, you know, like, and I appreciate that because today everyone's like, you know, on Spotify, it's like, I like this song, I like this song, and I like yes. this song. And they forget about that page. They just never visit it again. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, Ultra Terror, yeah, it's, you know, like these three songs were cool. And that's about it for Project Renegade for me. And it's like, no, man, there are like some songs in there that are very meaningful, not to us, but they should be to you and to whoever is listening, that we put as much uh, attention to them as the single. So I'm really happy that, you know, that, you know, that, you, that you're saying this. I, th I really think it's very, very cool that this is happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's go back to us digging into the record because I, we, we had a couple of questions <laughs> I just want you to touch on. And one of them was kind of the situation in Greece. If... 
that's what you're speaking to the political nature of things, which it felt like in some of it. And then what are some things that we just, man, you're wrong. <laughs> or were we dead on? Cause I'm sure there are some of both probably. Um, I think on, 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 only one thing was wrong, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave it uh, at the end. <laughs> okay. From my, from my point of view, I was like, uh, hearing like, I was trying to hear this episode as like uh, a couple of people that have never like heard us before and don't know us personally. So let's see what they were like. Mm -hmm. They would like think. Uh, and I think you were like bang on on the on the general aspect of the song because obviously you know you don't know where we came from when we wrote this song, so you cannot be too specific. So. If I was to generalize all our, all of our songs, they would be bang on. I, I was very happy hearing yeah. your guys' review. I was very, very happy. And to generally Ultra Terra is, uh, let's say the mission statement behind it was, okay, actually the origins of it were like, we were talking with Mariana and she was like, we should name our next song, our next uh, record, Ultra Terra. And I was like, oh, that sounds really cool. Why? And she was like, I don't know, it just sounds cool. And I was like, yeah, but you know me, I have to find the meaning for everything because I'm like, you know, Archie <laughs> Psycho guy. So I cannot do like, this is just cool. You know, I have to like find something. So we just overanalyzed the whole thing and we were like, okay, Ultra Terra is, uh, I think, Latin, I don't know, for ultimate yeah. earth, which mm -hmm. I was like, okay, what could that mean? And thinking about this idea of, you know, like the ultimate earth, I was like, okay, this should be a record where we are talking about the advancements of mankind without any critique and without any thinking behind them, like, let's say, technological advancements that we that are you know like suited to for us to do less and be less active do we really do we really want that i mean it's like now we're messing with ai and stuff that in their core is just ones and zeros and then do not understand the gray areas where humankind lives and let's say we reach that we reach this pinnacle of you know we created this world that's you know fully advanced and you know and perfect in a way well are we have we done that or we did what did we just created an overlord for us to just you know bow down to and have that thing not understand us because it's, okay this is defective so it gets eliminated and from that we started going more deep into the whole thing to okay so well it's not only about that it's about we have to have some kind of personal personal identity on that record so we cannot forget that we are greeks and you know we live in us in a society that is uh divided to the bone it's like almost class warfare here and so we have to talk about that. We have to talk about also things that concern that concern us other, other you know, 
other than this mission statement of the whole you know record that we made and help you know help the record be more rich and diverse in you know in meanings and messages and in the end in the end it will support that fact that okay we have a goal and we you know like a like humankind we want to reach a point in our lives but this is a goal that also it's been sponsored and uh, commercialized to us by powers that be that we don't necessarily want and we just take a back seat and we're like well everybody does that so yeah maybe this is the path where we should go well whoa wait wait a second use your brain do we really want that do i do i really want to you know do i really want to come into a, a house that's fully functional on its own and i don't have to cook and i don't have to do anything and i just have to sit in my sofa and everything is being done for me no because that means that i'm not human anymore mm -hmm. thinking and being active and feeling and going through all the motions is what makes me special in this life what makes me human and that's what makes me an individual relinquishing that to uh ways of you know ways of thinking and the ways of accepting uh achievements and advancements uh, and supporting certain ways of uh of looking at this life it's something that can be detrimental to us so all of us want to reach this ultra terra but that's probably in our minds do we actively want to be there i don't know and that's that's what this record was you know generally about now each individual song obviously has a lot of different meanings some are more you know questions to power and speaking truth to it others are more personal like my oath for instance it's a, a deeply uh personal it came from a deeply personal um uh the, Excuse me, I'm just, I just threw my English out the window. Uh, it was from a deeply, yeah, uh, came from a deeply personal situation that happened to uh, a few of us. And there's like Ultra Terror, which is obviously about what I said about the technological advancements of mankind and how these are somewhat questionable sometimes. And there's like uh, Token, which is just basically uh, uh it came in later on the record and had almost nothing to do with that mission statement there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of you know things in there and uh, to seek you know sink your teeth into and find yourself i rambled a lot <laughs> that was good yeah well, and uh I'll, I'll let you go here money i'm gonna break our rule right now i'm gonna say something about rush <laughs> so I, I'm always talking about Rush. So anyway, but you need to listen to the song Natural Science if you don't know it and read and read the lyrics along with it, because it is exactly what you're talking about. Uh, it is I incredibly mean, close. I mean, this particular song I haven't heard, but Rush is. Oh, man, it's probably one of the main reasons I play drums. <laughs> you can come on the show anytime you want. 
<laughs> we can replace Monday anytime. Don't you worry. You just come right on. Oh, I, I, I love Russ, man. I think they were like visionaries, pioneers. They were like everything. Yeah. God bless you. Okay. Monday, go ahead. I'm sorry. I cut you off. Well, I was just going to say, uh, I'm dying to know from Mariana what we got completely wrong. <laughs> it was just a detail. I mean, Believe on. it or not, I did the vocals in negative gray, <laughs> backing growls and screams and okay. stuff. Okay. Like yeah. 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 Well, awesome. Oh, but they did, but it, to be fair, they didn't get it wrong. They said, I don't know if that's Mariana or yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was really fun. It was like the first time that I heard like Mariana scream and I was like, can you do that forever now? <laughs> <laughs> and we were just having a lot of fun with it, exploring, you know, like new skills that, you know, like this amazing singer has. And it's I'm talking, you know, like for real now, it's yeah, especially that, that, those that girls is... where they came out of nowhere. I was like, Fuck it, you can high scream. Can you growl? She was like, she was like, I don't know. Fire it up, buddy. Let's I, try. I believe that everybody uh, exceeded the, their, you know, the expectations they had from themselves, and they raised the bar skill-wise, uh, all in terms of creating the music and in terms of recording the music. I mean, uh, we have way more um, skilled players right now. We we are. Uh, more skilled than before that's why we can play uh, and record better and that's why we can also try stuff that we haven't tried before so that's really interesting you know because that's also the a reason why the music keeps you know growing and changing and you know i mean what we, we had in mind when we wrote the record was like okay all bets are off we can do whatever we we want to we can scream we can uh, sing we can i don't know we can even fart on the microphone i don't know and that's <laughs> maybe there is a fart somewhere in there <laughs> haven't we done that shit. <laughs> <laughs> then you we know somebody's gonna say want. that that song sounds like shit. so don't yeah. do that. <laughs> <laughs> and we would be like you're correct <laughs> So, you so, know, we, we wanted to do to to push ourselves to do different stuff. So that's why also my uh, I incorporated some different elements singing wise or in his drumming. Also, there are different styles in the guitar playing also. So, you know, uh, we have uh, it, it was our, our mindset to try different stuff, I think, in general. I don't, yeah, I don't know how uh, musicians do just the same thing over and over again like why if you learn yeah, something yeah. new why would you not <laughs> want to incorporate that if you you know I, I the improvement that you guys are putting forth is so evident and which i hope you heard Thank me you. say that too in the review um and i mean we loved order of the minus so but listening to this i was so impressed with i mean even from that record to this record you guys have improved so so much and thank you thank you so much thank I you mean, very much yeah it, i think it's awesome that you guys are trying new things and I, why wouldn't you i mean if you don't like you're just gonna stagnate and you know what no, I, yeah. some people some people get away with that i mean acdc is an awesome band but you know it's the same thing over and over mm -hmm. so yeah for sure yeah, so mean, can, we, can we go from 
the the growling and the screaming to what you did on the last song because i know monday and i both oh, were blown man. away and thought it was the best closer we've heard in a long time <laughs> yeah. but no country for white flags was wow that was it that was a closer and a half, thank you so. thank you but thank before, you so much before you say anything about that can i just talk about the funny aspect of that song the, the, before we just, get really like super like First of all, I'm I'm very 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 touched by your messages and you know how you experience the song. That that really means a lot to me and to, to us uh, as a band because that's why that's why we do what we do. We want to touch people. We want to um, we want to make them feel emotions and we want them you know to be there uh, for them and we want them to you know experience all the stuff that you know us ourselves have experienced with all our with all of our favorite bands and that's the point of music to make you feel things so mm -hmm. i am really 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 happy and honored to you know that uh, you like the uh, no country for white flags and now for the funny aspect uh, one day on the rest uh, into uh, the room that i was in and he told me oh my god i'm elton john <laughs> 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 because he was at the at the piano. But I didn't want to I didn't want to talk about that. I just wanted ah, to talk about yeah, that. but that's what, what that's what I want to talk about because he was at the piano and he said, and he said Oh my God, I'm Elton John. I can put the chords together and I can write a song. So I'm Elton John. <laughs> and he showed me the 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 piano. Yeah, um, but how the song came to be for to me it's the, like the funny part because like when we uh when we finished order of the mines we were <laughs> jesus <laughs> <laughs> i mean there is a there was this uh request that came from mariana she was like very distraught and she was like just rushed into the room and she was like okay you have to listen to me and you have to listen to me because i'm gonna, i'm speaking from the heart right now and i was like what happened? Who died? Who's, who's ass do I have to beat? What's wrong with him? Tell me right now. <laughs> they were like, everything is so mushed together and the mixer is huge and it's great, but my voice is not heard clearly and the characteristics of my voice are not shining through and whatever. And I was like, okay, 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 I'm, okay, okay, we're going to fix it. We're going to fix it. I'm going to fix it. What do you want? So I, like, I don't know. Just fix it. I want to be heard. And I was like, but you are the one who are like, who's like, dude, let's write a bunch of synths, you know, on top of a bunch of synths, on top of orchestras, on top of my 150 vocal takes or whatever. And I was like, <laughs> okay, let's strip it down. Let's dial it back. So I was like playing the piano and generally I'm like, you know, to defend myself, <laughs> I know chord theory and I know music, but I'm not so well versed in it as Mariana or Philip who are like masters of the of their craft and they can pick out like the fine details. I mm -hmm. I just learned music exactly to the point where I could write songs and I was like, okay, I'm I'm sad because I can do what I want to do. Uh also, you know, when I play guitar, I, do, I was self-taught and you know I grab a chord and I know that it matches with a few other chords, but I have no idea which chord are they, you know, what's their names or whatever on guitar, because, you know, I was used to playing piano and I used to, you know, this is a C or that's a, you know, like a, like a sus chord or whatever. The visual stimulates different. And I was like, okay, I'm just gonna write a 
piano song and it's going to be piano, orchestra, and just that. And she will have nothing to say because it's just going to be orchestra, piano, and Mariana. If she cannot hear her, her voice there, then I cannot do anything. You have to do an <laughs> acapella song or whatever. So she's like, you know, I, I came in, you know, the, yeah, I dropped the famous Sam Melton John line, which now is there forever. Thank you, Mariana. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you got to check this out. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And uh, this is gonna haunt me forever now. <laughs> I'm putting but, that on every show. You know what? But if it leads to collaboration with Oldham Zone, I'm so down. <laughs> and so I was like, check this piece out, you know, what do you think? And she was like, I love it. You know, I'm gonna write stuff right now. And this song came lyrics and piano were came very quickly the orchestra and the marching snares came uh way um way after because we were focused on the other songs we were like okay that's probably it. it's going to be piano it's going to be vo uh, vocals but then we talked about the orchestra when we were finishing the record we recorded a uh we recorded real violins and cellos and mm -hmm. uh, and upright bass. And when it was, you know, when it was mixed, then suddenly all this, you know, I cannot hear my voice and the characteristics became, I'm so exposed. This I cannot, I cannot live without my, I cannot live without my 150 cents and my pummeling drums and guitars eating away at my voice. And I was like, what the hell do you want from me, woman? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying my best here. <laughs> and, so, but yeah, this song is out of, you know, out of all of that. Um, all of those funny things. They, It's a song that we felt very close to. It was like, you know, when, when Mariana told me, like, so what did you have in mind? What What is this about? I was like, you you do your thing, you know, I'm not messing with your vocals, I never have and I never will, but it's about it's about Athens, man. It's about Greece, it's about living here and just waking up every day and feeling like I'm not waking up to go to work, I'm not waking up to uh go to the grocery store, I'm not waking up to I'm I'm waking up to go to war every day. It's every day because every day something's going to get messed up. Something, something is going to happen, and things are going to get harder. And they, you know, and they, and they keep getting harder all the time. And there's no room for peace here. But this is where we live. And are we just going to give up, yeah. or are you going to go? To, are you going to go to war with me and survive? and do that side by side you know like what is this you know what are we going to do because things will not get better they don't seem to get better and i really am dying inside for like you know peace in my country and in this world in general i'm i'm so sick of i'm so sick of this decline that we are living in for christ's sake we 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 had a war in 2023 2022, whatever that was with Russia and Ukraine, that's that's unfathomable to me, man. That's unfathomable to me. It's 
it's a it's spitting in the face of you know of of mankind to to have gone so far in life to have achieved so much and have a complete disregard for human lives so much so that you're willing that you're willing to go to war and to that you're willing to go to war i'm sorry and literally i'm dying inside to just have a peaceful day and i don't get to this i don't get to experience that so if that means you know like fighting through whatever this is fighting through all of this decline then so be it but i never felt that with you know metal and like blasting drums and guitars that's that's a decision making song right there for me and also i uh on in order of the minus we ended the record with black mountain which is like a really good <sighs> song yeah uh, very it. epic song yeah it was like but it's a very dark song also so mm -hmm. this time i wanted to close the the album with it's okay everything is you know like shit but in the end we have each other and we will persevere because of that and i wanted something that is kind of you know hopeful and uh, there is you know that in the end the strength needs to come from inside of us and we need to share the strength with the people who are around us with our families our friends our you know husbands wives uh, whoever is willing you know to give you the time to you know uh, you know to come in this um, to face your everything that you have to face in your daily life so i didn't want to end on a sad note because i believe right now that you know that's how we get by it's the people around us it's the people who will um who will get us there so i wanted that at even at the last 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 point to have that hopeful note at the end of the album Sure. Yeah. It just gives your the name of your band so much more gravity, you know, hearing that story. Um, so can you just, you know, you, you say these things and I feel for you and I just I can't imagine what you go through. Can you just kind of give us perspective of like you say you wake up and it's just like going to war. <clears throat> so what is it like in a day over there? Um, we can say we understand, but we don't. I mean, yeah. in America, yeah. we've got problems, but not on the same level. You know what I mean? And and can you just give us a little bit of an idea of what you're talking about? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me give you a recap of the last three, four years. Yeah. As you say, so yeah. uh, we had uh, a very, uh, we had, a, I'm not going to say mm, communists uh, or right or left or stuff like that, because we had, that's the, not the point. We yeah, had the, we had a government that you know made every everybody poor. I mean, like poor. There were yeah, dirt uh, poor. There were uh, uh, businesses that were closing. There were um, uh, you know people who couldn't uh, you know take care of their families. We had suicides. We had a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff that were going on. You know, financially uh, and the social you know uh, crisis that went on because of that. Uh, people, you know, getting on the street and uh, 
police brutality. Uh, there was many, many, many problems uh, a few years back. Then another government gets in and they say that everything is okay, but nothing is okay. People cannot afford to go to the supermarket. I mean, it comes the, 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 the you know, the 15th of the month and you have no more money to go to the supermarket. The supermarket here is ridiculous. Yeah. You cannot buy your own food. I mean, it's just, a, I don't know. It's uh, amazing how they uh, have wrapped everything in a very nice, you know, uh, cover to say that, uh, okay, we have growth and the, the, uh, everything is, you know, developing and there are new enterprises that are coming here. Google is coming here. Microsoft is coming here. Amazon is coming here. And nobody sees, you know, like a... Uh, better you know salaries uh, better you know job opportunities not yeah. even salaries don't even go there i mean job opportunities it's, the unemployment rate is ridiculous and you see people with phds and master degrees like committing suicide left and right because they cannot find a job and they feel useless and it's like you hear like people 27 year old uh, died and he had like a PhD in like, I don't, I don't know in where and it's like, you see this credible person that can offer so much to the society, just wasting his life away in a, in a room because he cannot find a job. He, he doesn't want to leave his country. That's where his friends are. That's where his family is. And rightfully so he doesn't want to. So the whole system cannot support this man and he decides and he decides to take his own life and you're like well shit where have we gone wrong that a dude with a doctorate cannot find a job are we or serious you know, here? very uh, not, not compensated well yeah and even like if he does it's gonna be like a yeah he's gonna be like a 500 dollar job and he will barely get by and like mariana said he will have two weeks for the end of the month before he gets paid where he will have like zero money to buy stuff and he's going to be like okay i'm just going to eat a tomato today <laughs> for like the whole day i'm just going to split that tomato in three pieces and this that's that's the reality that a lot of people don't face because where things go wrong and it's something that we're talking about it in the millennial march it's that this is the legacy that was bestowed to us we didn't create that we inherited that we are the ones actually it's like i view it you know last time we were here we talked about a lot of education and all of that and i can mm -hmm. see like even this uh, essence of war in education because i wake up and i go to a school and i try to my best to help all the students that are that are there but i am being tackled with a lot of um obstacles that end up making my job very hard and making those students very confused and then i cannot do my job well so there's like war literally on everything and everything is so controlled and they say like you know we want better for our children and our students and our education and it's like not even that so it's uh then you are you're also not compensated for you for all this work that you put in and for all these trials of improvement and the thing is that all this exists like 
people are having a hard go at it. And we have this generational gap by the previous people that created this world the way it is. And those people are either smart enough to know, okay, we fucked it, so we need to help. And we need to help educate and we need to help push this thing forward or they are in total denial of it. And the people that are in total denial of it are like 95% of our parents and grandparents here. They're like, well, you know, like uh, all you, you know, all you millennials, all you do is uh, stay on the internet all day or whatever. Well, and excuse the expletive, well, motherfucker, I'm out there doing job interviews almost like every month. Every month have like five lined up and none of it, none of it is panning through because they don't want to hire new people. So are you going to help me change this? Because you're the one that created it. I'm the one that has to save it. And I'm not professing to be like some kind of a savior. I wouldn't ever say that, but my generation is the one that, yeah. the one that tried to fix that. And then we have the, the, the kids and the children who are suffering from it and who we're trying to pull away from that mm -hmm. and give them like, you know, a better space to live in a better, you know, a better, better days. So those people are in full denial and Greece that happens so much that is eating away from, you know, the, the people are eating away their own country. If you know, if you know, if that makes sense because they cannot, uh, accept the fact that, okay, when we were young, we, uh, we used our vote a certain way. We had the government that were, but okay, they lied to us. They gave us a bunch of money that we didn't have. And now we owe everybody and we fucked it. What can we do from here? That would be the noble and logical thing to do. They were yeah. like, well, you know what? I had my fun when, you know, back in the nineties, I had like a lot, loads of money. And now I'm cool. And about my kids and my grandchildren or, or you know, like, or my children, oh, they're going to figure out their own way. How? Yeah. There is no way. Yeah. There is no way. There's a wall there that needs to be smashed. And are you going to help me hammer through this? Or am I just alone with a bunch of children behind me trying to break this wall? So yeah. if you want to continue, sorry. And, you know, from the moment that the war started, uh, there was also like a, an incredible energy crisis here. I mean, there were the, the electricity went through the roof. I mean, there were, you know, like uh, businesses who had like $300, let's say uh, an X amount of uh, 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 bills to pay. And then that went like, not like two or three times, but like, 15 times above wow. I mean, you you, yeah. you 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 were paid like 300 dollars and then you were paid like three thousand dollars a month yeah so I mean, that everything you know from electricity from the oil from everything went up and that created a lot of um a lot of you know um discrepancies in terms of you know what is the real price of the, of the stuff that you're buying what and the the price that they're paying that they're selling that stuff so um the profit margin yeah yeah, yeah and exactly. nobody's doing anything i mean 
they they always say that you know like the inflation is going down okay inflation in you know in food is going up and up mm-hmm. up and up all the time all the time and that makes no sense i mean everybody's trying to make profit out of you know uh of a situation and there's no control and on top of that we had elections like uh, in like a month ago and because of all that we have right now in our parliament we have how many we have i get i think three or four three or four Four. extreme Extreme right wing uh parties parties, which is like downright fascist parties yeah like you know whoever is different in in all of you know in some sort of way get out those type of people when and we it's saw disgusting. The, when we saw the results, we couldn't believe. I mean, <laughs> we couldn't believe that this was happening. There, there, there is specifically one party that uh, the, there are members there who are like behind that party who are actually in prison. Yeah, the, it, it was a right-wing party that was sentenced for killing a young rapper, and they were sentenced, and the party became. Uh, the 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 judge uh, said that you know took the decision to say that this is not, not a, a political party, party it's, a anymore, it's a criminal organization and they're in prison and they said okay so we will tell you what to do you guys create a new party now that's controlled by us but you are the face of that and that same party we knew about that that wasn't something that was hidden in the hidden in the shadows they we knew about that and we still elected them to get into the parliament which is it's disgusting it's disgusting i feel like uh people like that it's much easier for them to get a foothold and come into power when the like a country is in the situation you're in people are already angry yeah. So they find ways to exploit that and, and not even exploit that. They find ways to aim that anger at a particular group of people and say, well, this is their fault. So get them out. <laughs> no, it's like yeah. history. It's history repeating itself. It's mm-hmm. exactly what it is. Yes. Every time it's the same motive. Every time when I, when I teach history and that's exactly what I tell them. Don't take anything from like, dates and facts and everything if you want to take something out of history is that in times of 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 like extremist behavior and anger Mm -hmm. fascists will try and rise and most of the time they will Mm -hmm. take that and just try and change it to see the world around you be like okay this is a time of distension and you know it's we're in a tough place right now and we need to watch out for those people yeah and, and they convince everyone to vote against their own interest yeah yes. it's, it's 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 ridiculous so yeah that's kind of you know like what we're dealing with here right now and hopefully you know hopefully we will ride that wave to and see some form of change but the biggest obstacle is you know that they did a very good job in educating people to live in passivity. Yeah, they mm-hmm. they did a very good job at that. The uh, we have a we have a Greek a Greek word which is called ochadelfismos, which means uh, the literal trans- translation is like oh brotherism. It's that 
whole, you know, oh yeah. brother, I mean, who cares? Like it's uh it's something that we do a lot. We're we're very passive, so you know, anything, music, art, uh politicians, uh even normal ass civilians, you know, if they can go like wake up, please wake up, because all of us matter right now. That's the most useful thing. I mean, that's that's what we need right now as a country, just to get a, an idea of how it is right here. Wow. I don't know that people have any idea what's going on, you know? I mean, I think we got an inkling from the songs, but not to that level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because for, you know, for most people, you know, who live abroad, Greece is like a, a vacation paradise. Mm -hmm, that's yeah. what they see. That's what they see because... They, nobody wants to see the ugly aspect of you know the country. Uh, that's not that's really logical. You don't want to go to the poor neighborhoods and see you know all the ghettos. Uh, you don't know exactly how people are living their daily lives. You just go to the beach, which is very nice, of course, and you know you eat good food, and you're having a blast. But apart from that, Greece is a country. It has like 11 million people who live there. No, um, every day for the whole of for all of their lives, and this country needs to be a functioning country and needs to you know take care of its citizens. And right now, it's just for me, it's like power grabbing and trying to you know uh, get in the front of the European Union again because uh, before we were you know like uh, the scapegoats for everything that went wrong and now we need to you know build up a profile but you know it's, it's just that it's just a profile underneath that profile it's 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 like a social media profile to say the truth now that i'm thinking about it everything is fake and when you close the camera everything mm -hmm. sucks you only yeah. present you only wow. present the best qualities yeah yeah exactly and thank God for tourism. I mean, it's keeping the economy yeah, alive. Course. But it's, we have nothing more than that. It's just that. And even that gets so expensive now that we probably yeah, don't won't have that the in truth, the next five this years. This year, for example, it's so expensive to go uh, for uh, you know to to, to, to the the, you know to go to the islands right now that uh, people cannot afford to go. Simply that mm. Greek people are basically banned to go on holidays if they if they want to. They are wow. banned because the, the, the cost is so high that people here cannot support that kind of life. Right. Simple as that. So you don't get you don't even get to enjoy your own country. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Wow. And that's not that sad. That's, that's, uh, that's you know, the story that's going around, you know, a few weeks now, even even they got in the news. And you know, yeah, and that's, I just want to close out by saying that I I appreciate you guys for throwing this question because it's really important to know sometimes where artists come from and what are they talking about because we can you know okay you can say they're Greek they're from a smaller country and you can imagine some stuff but you have to you know hear it, you know, what they say from the horse's mouth or whatever. It's That's exactly what I was thinking, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's it's a lot different, man. It's a lot different. We have, like, we are very lucky to have our jobs and we, you know, 
strive through life, but everything that we make, we see none of it. It just goes to bills and to trying to keep alive. Nothing, no finances stay in our life for us to be like, hey, you want to go to the movies today? <laughs> no, none of it, not zero. It's, it's a, I, I'm very appreciative of you giving us that platform to speak not only for us, but for our, you know, fellow countrymen. Yeah, well, it's our pleasure. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're well known in your country for what you're doing. It's, but it's kind of cool that you're expanding now. And, you know, uh, hopefully it'll become more prevalent in the States. You got radio play here, which is cool. Um, you're playing some festivals now. What you mentioned, you're going to Switzerland. Yes. which is awesome. Where are you playing in Switzerland? We are playing in uh, the in Riverside Arburg, Arburg Festival. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. it's, uh, uh, it's a city, Arburg is a city near Zurich. Okay. Um, it's at the end of uh, August. And uh, we are really happy that, uh, you know, we went there because it was actually, you know, through a competition for new and up and coming bands and we were voted to go there. So we are really, really, really um, yeah, excited, excited, excited to go and meet yeah. the people there. Who else is there for that? <laughs> I did vote for that. I know. I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> thank you, guys. Yeah, thank thank you. you so much. Thank you. Uh, <clears throat> are there any um, like major bands in this that you're joining? Into yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, we missed opening up for Limp Biscuit by that close, and I was like <laughs> so hyped about it. I was like, I finally get to open for my favorite band, and I was like, No, it's, it's taken from me. <laughs> but it's a, it's a, it's okay. It's uh, not. No, I'm very appreciative of what we've done. Yeah, it's uh, first dates. I mean, I, I mean, Royal Republic and Limp Biscuit are the only let's say more modern megadeth? yeah and megadeth and oh. the, the, more of the you know yeah. bands that were from you know that thrash era and some new metal and stuff mostly you know in europe they just love their power metal and their you know their, their epicness <laughs> and you know like chasing dragons or whatever which is fine i'm like i'm all for it uh we were in masters of rock a few days ago and we found about this power metal band called arian they were sick i mean I don't get to enjoy that type of music often because it's like too fast paced and big and epic and in your face and there's like no dynamics it's just go 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 but we were like uh children backstage and we were hearing them and we're like, Dude, they did. they're pretty cool and i was like why do i like power metal man it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's sick it was fucking sick yeah and it's uh yeah there are those bands that are very uh you know they're very they're very big bands and they draw a lot of crowds so we hope we're hoping to have a good crowd ourselves and and uh, w w in our day it's also uh hammerfall and man of war it's it's pretty exciting to also play into a new country you know meet new people and see how they you know how they react to your music because even like uh it was the second time we've been to czech republic mm -hmm. and the crowd was really uh really different than the last time and they explained this to us like this side has to do a lot more more german influenced and they're more you know of a 
let's go and just jump and mosh and just do wall, walls of death like in every part of every song <laughs> or whatever. And these are, you know, uh, these people are more uh, on the spectator kind of a side that go there mostly to watch and absorb. And this is how I, you know, how I am entertained. And so that's me. Was very, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that's also me but if they play one of my favorite songs i'm like you know i gotta uh, I, you know for glory god damn it <laughs> 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 and i just run into the pit or whatever but uh so it's always you know it's always an adventure especially once you're in a new country you don't know what to expect and yeah. you know you don't you won't know un until you know you've hit that first note and you see people's faces so it's it's going to be rad we're going to see um, Ghost and Amon Marth pretty soon, and I'm very excited about seeing Amon Marth. I, I'm hopefully Steve and I can get down there and do some rowing. Yeah, what are you going to do yeah. the rowing thing? Yeah, <laughs> we won't be functioning the next day. <laughs> it was amazing how we uh, they came here in a release festival, yeah. and. <laughs> It's amazing how you know they were doing the rowing thing and i could notice there was one person that was i'm convinced to this day that he was shouting something in viking language <laughs> <laughs> and everybody was like you know they were like very tripped out by him and somebody just yelled you're greek stop doing that <laughs> <laughs> like you're not a viking dude just have fun we're rowing <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So, what is your reception in, in Greece for you guys? Uh, I mean, are you, um, cause there's a lot, I get these uh, emails all the time and it sounds like there's a pretty big scene, a lot of bands in Greece right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I saw a survey once that was, uh, we're collect, uh, collecting how many metal bands there are, you know, in different European countries. Mm -hmm. And I think that we have the most, I, uh, or, or either us or Sweden, and Sweden no, is like I think, the I motherland actually, of metal. Actually, here, actually I think we were second to Sweden. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah, it's an oversaturated <laughs> market, and but it's luckily for us, it has uh, a little bit of a trick there because we are full, but I mean full, dude, like up to here with like stoner rock bands and progressive <laughs> bands or black metal bands just that mm -hmm. three so we're sticking out like a short thumb yeah so okay. it's uh, i think we are uh i think we are very much uh appreciated by people in the music industry here mm -hmm. we the fans that we have here we feel a lot we feel you know and we get a lot of love for them. Like they're always buying merch. They're coming to the mm -hmm. shows. If they are loyal, they are, you know, they are loyal. They're like, you're playing, we're coming. And it's like, we played like two months before. And like, no, doesn't matter, dude, you're playing. <laughs> and which is very cool to see. And, but there is also this, uh, there's a reason why there are so many like prog bands and stoner rock bands, black metal bands. It's, we are not, uh, not, no, we're not. We weren't ready for any type of change up, up until recent years that a lot of um, 
musical trends that were fusing a lot of styles and were creating something new came here. It's like uh, Greece has uh, a problem of being very backwards musically. It's still okay. very stuck in the past. Yeah. And there is like <laughs> bands that do stuff and they're really good at it. But if you want to talk about pushing boundaries, we are not in that front line for sure. It's like we 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 are more of the stay true kind of a country. And it kind of sucks because people are eager for something new. So when we come out and we have like electronic beats and breakdowns and, you know, all that modern stuff, they're like, oh, wow, you know, like they're doing, you know, stuff that it's, you know, been done in the UK and the USA that, you know, bands that I listen to and they do it up to that level, which is probably the best uh, compliment that we've ever gotten is that, you know, like guys that have like nothing to miss out, you know, compared to that band, which is like probably one of our favorite bands, and it gets us stoked, you know, because we are really, uh, let's say, we're really anal about details and very obsessive about getting this right and making it sound like a band of, you know, today. And it does, we never view ourselves like musically, like uh, like a Greek band. We think we are. We're an international band, like every band should be. Like there's people like, I don't know, there's bands like Bring Me The Horizon, who God knows what kind of genre they're playing, and kudos to them for blurring the lines. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, that that genre has changed over the years. They, they, they sound very different from when they started. So. Exactly, but you know, that's uh, I think that's so cool to me that it's like, okay, Bring Me The Horizon will, you know, We'll release another record. It's so I'm so excited about you know what are they gonna do now? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's gonna be full blown in your face deathcore breakdowns, or are they just gonna do another song with Halsey? You know, <laughs> it's uh, it's that's so cool to me. That's so cool that it speaks to you as a human. You're a multi-dimensional person. Sometimes you feel happy and upbeat, and you want to dance or whatever. And sometimes you're pissed off and you just want to punch somebody in the face. It's all there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was going to give you a compliment, and I don't know if it comes across as a compliment because, and Mundy had said earlier that you seem to have improved, but I, I feel like you've matured. But I, the music to me sounds polished, and I mean that in a good way, not um, like it, it's lost its yeah, it, it hasn't lost its vibe or its energy or anything like that. But, but it's professional. Yeah, exactly. And the, the yeah. song like uh, the Millennial March to me, the structure of it is just so good. And all the pieces just fit together so nicely that um, I would say it's polished, but in a, in a really good professional way. And I think you guys will transcend Greece. And it just is a matter of people hearing you, I think, is all it's going to take. And so we just need to keep getting you out there and uh, let people know what they're missing. Thank you. Thank, Thank you so much. And we really hope that, you know, that one day we get you know to see you guys up uh, close and, uh, you know, yeah. but we can come to the US and play there. That's like and it's something, you know, one most, of our biggest dreams. Yeah, the master plan is to come to and play, you know, and tour America for us. It's uh, it's the place right now. And luckily, we, you know, we signed with a label that's, you know, it's an American label. And they are also very eager to uh, 
bring us there and see how we can work things out to come there and to come to the US and just play a bunch of shows there, you know, and expand. Well, and that's, uh, you know, there's lots of tours <laughs> that I'm sure you guys could have an opportunities, you know, to just be on a tour, but they're also, we, we are getting more and more festivals here in the U S yeah. and I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. tons of bands yeah. on those. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. Fingers we <laughs> we really want, it's a plan that is, I think it's going to happen. If not, you know, like in a few months, but it's something that's going to happen. Good. I like the positive attitude. Well, I'll be wearing into being. I'll be wearing this to uh, all the shows I go to, trying to spread the gospel. I'm not wearing a shirt. I'm just getting a tattooed on my chest. Okay, okay, okay. Just gonna rip the shirt off. Like (laughs) you should listen to that band. (laughs) So, um. I don't want to keep you too much longer. We've already been over an hour, but um, anything coming up that we need to know about? More song releases? Anything? Videos? Videos. Oh, well, to... We're in a very lucky position right now because due to the lineup that we have, we are covering pretty much all the bases that we need to cover for a band to function in the modern age. So, like... I write music all the time. That's that's like my thing in this band. I just you know, for Ultra Terror, it was like it was a really rough go at the beginning. Like I was trying to be more, you know, like I'm just gonna be the drummer for this one. Like I'm just gonna stay there. And guys came in with some songs, and you know, it was like uh, I don't know if it's a that's a Project Renegade song, and I was like, no, oh, no, 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 no second guessing, guys. This is gonna end. The, you know, <laughs> this is gonna get us nowhere. So. I started writing, you know, like again, everything. And then we did programming with Mariana and stuff. But so I do that. I do them. I do the music. I'm like, I view myself as a very, you know, I try to be like the, the most creative I can be for this band. On the other hand, I have, you know, we have our new guitarist, Philip, who is also an amazing songwriter and an amazing visual artist. So he can, uh, he can help with, you know, with videos and, you know, the visual aspect of the band. And then, you know, like we have Mariana, who is pretty, pretty much managing the band at this point. She's like all the time on social media and, you know, booking, you know, shows and making deals or whatever. And also Mariana and Jay are, de- are dealing, you know, with our finances a lot. So we are a very tight unit and I can see us putting out definitely a couple of more videos before we move on. To tell to... you the truth, we be, before the video that we've released right now for Token, we have we had another uh, video lined up for my oath. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's gonna come out, um, but it got because because at first we weren't sure if we we're gonna find a label for the for the album yeah. to release it with. Uh, to release it with them, but in the meantime, we did find uh, our uh, label, so everything got a little bit changed uh, due to that fact. So we had, we were actually, uh, we have prepared a, a kind of a live um, video, yeah, it was... from uh, from uh, from uh, the festivals and the shows that we did last year. Uh, so this one is gonna come uh, as a video for my oath, which yeah. is a really 
nice, you know, like a cool, cool, energetic, you know, live video, which is, I, I, think I will say, really nice. I will say if that was a label decision to go with token before my oath, I kind of agree with that only mm. because I think when you're dropping an album, that single token is a little more, and I hate this word, mm-hmm. but it's a little more accessible. Yeah, 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 of course. So friendlier. Yeah, it makes sense. Like pull them in with token and then shove my oath down their throat. Yeah, of course. Token is a token is a funny story because actually uh it wasn't it wasn't supposed supposed to be be on the record because it was the first time like a previous guitarist Nick uh left the band because he had a child on the way and he was like, Hey guys, just I cannot do this anymore and I have to focus on my kid. And we were like, Yeah, noble thing to do, honorable. And for he stayed during, you know, he was like, I'm gonna record the record, but I cannot tour anymore, whatever. So in the meanwhile, when we found Philip, that was uh, you know, we scheduled you know a day to just meet up, chat, say hi, see where you know where he was in his life, what he wanted to do, where we were, and he was like, Okay, so you guys got any songs that you know I can hear or whatever, and we just presented him with Ultra Terra, he was like, okay, this is like some ideas that I have, you know, for future projects. I'm into the band, I want to be in the band, so listen what I can bring in, into the table. All the songs were really cool. We were very hyped with Mariana. We're like, okay, this guy's badass. I mean, he's gonna help out, you know, so much, especially like, you know, I, I even, Listening to his songs, I was like thinking in my head, like me and him just being a team and writing together. It like to me it was like fireworks. And then that he played token, he, he he had the riff and the verse. And instantly when we heard that violin slide, that damn thing mm-hmm. in the beginning of the song, I remember Mariana turning. He she didn't even listen to yeah, one note before. Yeah. And she was like, yeah. that's going to be a dope song. <laughs> and we just heard the riff and we were like, okay, this is the song we're doing together. So the thought process behind it was, okay, let's release Ultra, Ultra Terra. But let's have that single line lined up. You know, let's record it. Let's make a proper song and release it as a single. After. After, you know, the release, just to show people that this is the direction we're going from here on out, yeah. you know more like uh, heavy and cyberpunky, a lot of synths, uh, like a video game style thing. And when we were talking with the label, they were like, we were very interested, you know, let's make this happen. And we talked about talking like, you know, we have this song also that we would like to promote after the record, you know, runs its course. And And they were like, if you believe in this song uh, so much, you have to release it now. You have to put it on the record. It will help the record out. It's the smart uh, thing to do. And we were like, you know, okay, uh, <laughs> let's think about that. We were like, you know what, man? Now is as good as that time, you know, as ever. As ever yeah. So, yeah, let's not waste any time. I hit the studio, I recorded drums, uh, fucked my hand up really bad. I played that song so hard, dude. (laughs) I was so hyped. I was like, I 
did it in one take and I corrected one little thing in the end. And then I was like, okay, so if you, we don't got it, tendonitis, man. <laughs> I can't play anymore. And they were like, no, we got it. And I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I laid hard into that song. So we released it and then we were like, okay, but we all had this vision of like, okay, this song is something special for us. It's a new sound. Where can we take this? And lyrically, we were talking about it. And I remember like being, okay, so, okay, obviously it's going to be an aggressive song. It's going to be like, I'm going to smash your face song, but let's see the environment behind it. You know, it's of course, a, uh, you know, we got the basics down. This it's, it's going to be a song about, you know, uh, facing someone, you know, man to man, here we are, let's go. But let's see the environment. And we were like, okay, what do we want this to be? And I was like, okay, I got it. Write this as if you were trapped in a fighting style video game and you are facing final boss. Okay. So this is, this is one and done. You've been through all the levels. That's the guy you want. That's the guy you've been like, patiently waiting to get your hands on go buck wild dude and she did and i applaud her to this day because that first line of strike down the master i was like mm -hmm. screaming in the studio like yes yes <laughs> this is what it's all about strike him down <laughs> and so you know uh audio wise it became exactly what we wanted it to be we were like, we got to have a video for this one. And we were talking about the idea of adding visual effects because we could utilize Philip now. Mm -hmm. And he was so into it. He was like, yeah, I want, I want this video to be the best work we, you know, you guys ever done and now we've, we've ever done. It's so pretty spent... dope. That video is <laughs> outrageous. It's so cool. And, yeah, and they told me, yeah, you need to learn how to use a sword. Yeah, <laughs> like a dinosaur. Yeah, that, like, we still have it right yeah. here. Yeah. Up on the piano. <laughs> nice. So uh, we were like, I don't know uh, if anybody could see us because we did a uh, we did a lot of pre-production for that video to happen because it's not simple. You you need to know exactly what you're doing because you're gonna add effects afterwards. Mm -hmm. So you ha don't have like a the the chance to to not have everything down from the movements from uh everything everything because everything that you do it actually uh, affects all the visual effects that's gonna come you know uh afterwards uh and you know we had to learn the i had to learn the moves and as for, for example the katana is almost like up to here yes like I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a short person. What can I say? I'm a short person. Mm -hmm. And katanas are huge. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't like at the at the beginning, I was like sore at my at my arms. And you know, everything at my core was like, I cannot handle that. But <laughs> uh, you know, uh, in the end, it uh, ended up really, really, really nice. Yeah, and we did a lot of, you know, tests before, you know, we actually uh, started filming. Because we need to be sure that we can do everything that we had in mind. So it was token. I think it's like, it was like a huge, huge, huge project. Um, I mean, from the song, from the writing of the song to the video to everything. 
it was also, you know, uh, it was also very fun because you have these ideas in your head, like, okay, you're going to be fighting cyber ninjas or whatever. And <laughs> it's like everyone's dream. Like I was, I was telling Mariana that, you know, people are like, oh, I got this cool new video and it's about, I don't know, this person waking up and going to the kitchen and realizing that he has depression then falls to the ground. I'm like, you get to fight cyber ninjas, girl. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. And, you know, on the other hand, I had much less of a job to do because I was playing, you know, the bad guy and I was like punching invisible buttons left and right. <laughs> so I was going like this while Mariana was building muscles with Katana. And, <laughs> but it was also kind of... Uh, stressful because you're like okay i'm just gonna hit the air and hopefully they'll there'll be like a like a ninja there or like a cyborg thingy that is gonna lose its head or then pixelate into the ether is it gonna be that cool and yeah man i i, I cannot stress how talented our guitarist is he made that thing look amazing and it's to us it just opened a whole new world to okay now we can do everything that lives mm -hmm. in our head as an idea that's awesome that's no no idea is cancelable now we can say oh we can't do that because we yeah we can <laughs> now we can do anything we want to yeah and... that's incredible i mean if you think about it young bands would probably mostly go with like live footage type action because it's so simple and easy to stand there and act like you're playing the song and everything you guys went the whole way and did this whole concept and it looks seamless. I mean, it looks absolutely professional. I mean, I have seen so many times all of the Matrix <laughs> and behind the scenes to see mm -hmm. uh, uh, how they prepared for the Matrix and I was uh, telling they had six months of combat training before they started <laughs> shooting. I only have like a few weeks and I know nothing about combat training. So are you Neo yeah. or Mr. Anderson? Uh, oh, that's a tough one. Uh, that's a tough one. Yeah, I guess I'm the good guy, so I'm going to say Neo. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm going to call her Mr. Anderson from now on. But it was and also, you know, a far cry from all the other songs, like, like we were speaking before. Uh, I mean, my oath is uh, it's a song about domestic violence, and you know uh, that was something that I won't name which person, but he had to deal with that in the band and was very distraught by it. So that came in, you know, like twenty three was also another far cry from talking. That was. Uh, that was the first song. That, that was the first song we've ever written. It was a song on uh, July, 20, on 23 of July to 2018. There was a wildfire that spread in a, in a place uh, in uh, the general state of, uh, of Attiki, which is where Athens is. And so my house got burned down there and it was like the house where, where you know my family went for vacations so i grew up in that house and just seeing uh how the government was so uh incapable of putting that you know of taking control mm -hmm. of that wildfire and i think a uh, hundred and one hundred and five hundred and five hundred and five people died in that wildfire and it was wow crazy for me to just uh 
the whole thing was it was really like about that the number 23 movie like with jim carrey it was like yep. it was on the 23 check this out it was on the 23rd of july my house got burned down and it was uh in um the street number the street number was 23 and when we moved to our house we live right now the number is 23. <laughs> wow so i was like okay uh, i'm just gonna name that song 23 but really wow. i remember the thing it was that like a lot of people ran to the beach for safety and near that place there's a place called rafina which has a port so the prime minister at the time had a lot of he, he was uh, i think he was away from yeah he was out uh, of country he was out of country and he took him a while to get back and make decisions about how the firefighters should move or whatever which to uh to us it's more oh hi <laughs> i don't know who, who's that hi. Hi. <laughs> and to us it was very it was a very tragic moment because uh there were boats nearby that could uh save people in the beach that were drowning the firefighters weren't making the what they should have acted on their own i mean you know then you need the chief of the of the firefighting team too for that you don't need the prime minister who gives a shit about the prime minister at this point like people are dying like i need the chief of the firefighting he knows what to do but they the whole thing was delayed and a hundred and something people died I went there and just saw my my house and like you know all these childhood memories burned to ashes and i remember getting there the next day and they were like pulling you know like burned people from the yeah, it was, houses I mean, and the, it was like a war scene yeah it was like you know and the worst thing that i heard to this day which was what sparked that idea for the song was i was walking through and there were some firefighters they were like going through a window that was destroyed like a very tight space and i just heard oh my god i think that's a baby and i was like oh shit, don't 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 look please don't look and I just I just ran away I just couldn't handle that I guess that stimulus at the time and I was like okay somebody has to at least say something artistically there is something that needs to be immortalized and be there forever on the internet for you know saying like why why the absolute fuck nothing happened why are you kidding me? People were dying. People were losing their lives. And if you, the most disgraceful thing was that they used uh, news footage to promote their political campaigns, the same government party for the next year. So they were like projecting it to themselves. They were like, we learned from our mistakes and now it's not going to happen again. And the projection was, and their face was like, houses burning and you know all those victims or, or whatever and i was like okay somebody needs to say something to you and if that happens to be me and if it's going to get me in trouble or whatever i don't give a shit, man because if all of us it's like what you said on the review which you picked out very cleverly which is what that sample is about where it says uh even the smallest fires can become raging infernos because mm -hmm. 
if we get together and if we are we wake up from this passivity that we've, we've been educated in oh boy you're fucked boy you're mm -hmm. fucked because you've done nothing you let people die and i'm not forgetting about that i'm not forgetting about the fact that my house got burned down and we thought okay well you know hopefully there is some sort of uh I don't know which is the correct English word about it, but some sort of way of from the government to care about the people. Mm -hmm. They were like, each family that uh, lost one of their homes and loved ones would got $5,000 to rebuild their homes. Do you think a house gets rebuilt with $5,000? <laughs> wow. Do you think it gets built by... With, are you kidding me? And people don't get replaced. And, and people don't... Exactly. Exactly. So, now it's interesting, you know, thinking about your lyrics for this song. I think we probably thought of them more metaphorically when you talk about scorched flesh and burnt skin and all that. No. But yeah, now we find literal. out it's freaking literal. Yeah, it's yeah. literal. It's I, I, I thought that, you know, if, uh, if we write a song about that, the only voice that needs to be heard is the voice of a victim. So I try to make the lyrics, you know, from the perspective of a victim. So yeah. that's why it's like uh, it's it's all the, the people who got lost in the fire who say who are just saying why why did I have to lose my life because I went to the beach that day. But it, yeah yeah but it's also it's also what you said in the review it's also uh, about you know speaking of speaking directly into the powers that be and being like yeah, uh you know that yeah you just didn't do anything because why because you don't care because there are people and they're probably you know some people there are poor people and their homes you know are not that big or whatever so you don't care about that that you're rich and you you care about get, getting you know richer and you're getting the only thing you care about us is getting poorer so you just don't even mind letting us die. And this is why there's, a, I think there's a very strong point on that song because we've ended it deliberately with Mariana screaming they're dead because whatever we say, whatever you want to use as a counter argument, those people died. End of fucking story. And that's on you. It, it, oh, thanks. Thanks so much, man. Thank you so much. It's, uh, at least, you know, I was one of the lucky ones that just lost my house. People yeah. apparently lost daughters and sons. Thank you so much. Uh, Jay's parents, uh, some of his relatives, they were sleeping. And one of them, I remember he, he was telling me the story that one of them, like, had trouble sleeping. So he took, like, a sleeping pill. And he mm. couldn't wake up because, you know, he was in a very deep sleep and almost got burned. He, he got... He woke up last minute, like literally the fire was in the next house and just ran away. So that was a song about, yeah, we're just going to, you know, we're just going to tell it like it is. And we have stakes in that. We lost property, property that's very near and dear in our hearts. And some of us also lost people there. So that's what this was about. Then again, you also have on the other side of things. Uh, because you know, I really want to do a quick like rundown of the songs, just give you guys where we where we came from. Because mm -hmm. I really feel you know, uh, 
that we need to do that because I'm very honored by what you did with the review. It's, it, to me, it was like, we really need more of that. We really need more of bringing back what we call, you know, like music fans and music lovers. Like, here's a record. Let's go all in, man. So, yeah, it, we, we really just because you were saying that we're over an hour. If you guys don't mind, we we don't mind. It's it's our record. We love it. <laughs> we can we, we can be here, you know, and talk about it. Millennial sure. March was pretty pretty much what you talked about. It was about me uh, seeing this generational gap and going to Mariana and be like, hey, I just see all those generational labels about millennials and Gen Z and Gen X and whatever, and how it's being divided and how it is there to just put us in boxes so they can, you know, like control us better. Us millennials don't work that much, and they we're like uh, bombs or whatever. And Gen Z is like their their minds are all gone, and they're into TikTok or whatever. It's no, no. There's a problem here, and I don't know. I would like to, for you to speak about it. You're the lyricist, and I'm like rambling like an like an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> <it's okay. laughs> uh, yes, we want to talk about that generational gap and the fact that you know uh, we, you cannot generalize on people and you know there uh, actually people today are really 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 hard workers and they are you know they are striving to build a future in a not so uh, friendly you know environment yeah. just, uh, like we talked before so you know that was about the millennial march so that you know in the end you know the millennials are also people who are striving for the less and they want, you know, to build a future. They want to build homes and a family and, you know, live their lives. So you're going to generalize and put, you know, everything in a box like that. And then it's Apex, I think. Yep. Huh? Yeah. It's yeah. Apex. Yeah. That, <laughs> We've changed that, that, that song order so many times that, you know, for me, it's like everything is. <laughs> yeah. That was our. We, we were calling it our happy song yeah. before we added lyrics and try to find the thematics of it. We was like just the instrumental just makes you oh so beautiful. It definitely <laughs> it definitely stands out like the the chorus especially. It does feel lighter. I mean that's the only word I could think of to describe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were experimenting with a lot of stuff and even like going to a more uh, to a site that was more of a you know like what you said lighter you know more like maybe upbeat and but we were counteract in our minds we were planning to counteract that with the thematic of the song just yeah. to make it you know yeah. fit fit the whole thing that we were trying to do with also terra so this one is about you know like the irony of mankind being in the top of the food chain but you know instead of doing something about it just diving into our own demise you know yeah because you know we right now we are at the climate crisis i mean for example also that 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 is you know everything is connected 23 the fires uh it's because of the climate change right now we also have fires right now in greece yeah as we speak we have as we speak we have wildfires Uh, and i guess the same goes to i think in canada and in the us the same thing uh and all over the world uh so you know we want to do um an awareness song because that is, you know, also um, in line with the ultra terror theme that, you know, everything that we are doing, all those advancements, all those, you know, not taking care of our home, of our environment, of our planet, where it's going to lead that, 
where is it all gonna lead? It's all gonna lead to you know to like not having anywhere to live at the end. So I was listening to the news yesterday talking about all the wildfires because everything here, you know, is we are at a high risk right now. I think tomorrow we're gonna go, we're gonna have like a, a huge rise in temperature. I think it's like uh, 45 degrees. How much is that in Fahrenheit? Oh, I don't know. I don't, don't ask. Oh, over uh, <laughs> 100, 110, I, I, maybe. I, I studied something like that. I studied linguistics. Yeah, Keyword linguistics. It's, it's so hot. <laughs> and mean? they were talking that we are going to have like deserts uh, in the yeah. near future here. So um, Apex was, is about that. Yeah, it's about the irony of being, you know, at the apex of everything and just creating all this amazing stuff, but still not being able to figure it out. Like, how how can you be like on the on the top you know, on the apex of all of that and still you know do dumb shit like that and letting you know like the world around you die yeah. and after that i think it's time when the, the fix is in the fix, fix is in. in yes yeah okay yeah well i mean that's that one yeah everyone is pretty in on it right now it's about you know like the whole behind the scenes of everything that is uh, you know, that is manipulate manipulatable, I think. That one feels pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> I, used, I, I mean, I, I used that. Uh, it's also funny because sometimes, you know, you realize how, uh, you know, the level of uh, English mastery that we have in our band, because, you know, I used that slang, which was, you know, I think it's a, boxing slang when they were bribing opponents to take a dive and they were like mm -hmm. saying like the fix is in like you know, yep. he's been paid yep. to dive yep and i you know i just spoke to nick about it and i was like hey i'm just gonna call the song the fix is in it's the one with the many slides and whatever and he was like oh is this gonna be like about drugs i thought we you were like straight edge or something and i was like no dumbass <laughs> <laughs> just heard the word fix and you were like oh drugs <laughs> and like no it's about you know Backstage, you know, antics that yeah. control, you know, every, every, everything. That in the same need. thematic, it's uh, also civil unrest, you know, that mm -hmm. is, you know, further down, it's the same, you know. Um, yeah, this, this one is clearly a, yeah. a socio-political song. It's yeah. like, you know, this is, it's just also, it works also works for a rally cry to say that, you know, this is our time, you know, it's now, it's, and we have to, you know, we are on the rise. You're on the downfall, and we have to take advantage of that to make a change. Yeah. And very... that song's universal. That's not just, you know, a oh, Greek thing, as far as this yeah, goes. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's the, in we, here too. Yeah, we've used the entire Ultra but actually all of our output we view it as an international thing. It's like yeah. you can never speak about something that is uh, not universal because we want everybody to be able to enjoy our music, like. You know, I'm, I'm, we were talking about this the other day, like we really enjoy body count, but I can never, oh, body count. Yeah. I mean, they're awesome. And, you know, all the stuff that they were talking about on like Bloodlust, which is an amazing record for me. Yep. I mean, I think, I believe won a Grammy, maybe not, I'm not sure. Uh, we were talking about how we support that message but we can never be in the situation that we were in. We can never be in a situation that is, you know, how to be a black person in America. 
So there is a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a thing there where you like, I support you, mm-hmm. but you know, I can never actually, you know, like get into the shoes. We want to be able for everybody to be in our shoes. So in order that's to not your that, experience, you know, but you're supportive. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which is, you know, it, the, it, it, it's a thing that we, we, feel very strongly about you know you want to mm-hmm. put on a project renegade song you want to find yourself in that yeah. like full fully being fully immersed in that and to do that you have to be you have to have a universal message so it's not like our you know our let's just say our uh the the experiences that we have to help create a song mm-hmm of course they are from Greece and you know from that but it's not that we are choosing uh stuff that can't be translated into the entire world like mm-hmm. civil unrest and the fixes in they are universal songs the 23 is very pers- is very personal because it has to do with my house burn burning down and everything but the part of it that is speak truth to power always and question everything that they do and take everything with critique that is also universal millennial march about a, a generation generation is universal apex yeah. is also about you know mankind in general and so civil unrest was also very you know this happens everywhere it's not just greece that's you know we all need to do that in order to make things better well, I think um, some of this is important too, and it doesn't have to be your universal or, um, but some of it can be education because if I don't know about something else, I can't have empathy for that. And, you yeah, know, politicians should know all the sides if they're really going to represent all the people. And so sometimes they got to hear messages about things they have no idea about so they can become educated. I mean, you know, growing up uh, in a, my teen years listening to public enemy. I didn't know any of that. And I learned a lot of facts from Chuck D that I had no idea about um, because of where I was. And so that widened my horizon and it was a true education, you know? So Uh, I love the fact, you know, that my my students that are either well-versed in English or, you know, have some sort of English descent. uh, (laughs) It's, Paul. It's that, yeah, it's that I love it when they just become in and they're like, uh, sir, do those things actually happen? And I'm like, yep, <laughs> yeah. yep, they do. Don't tell any of my colleagues I told you that. <laughs> yeah. But it's, you know, uh, I mean, it's uh, what you said. I really, I really agree with what you said. It's also sometimes educational. You have to be like, just so you know, this is happening mm-hmm. and make of it what you will. And that's one of the it things, in entertainment. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. I, that's one of the things I love about uh, heavy music and hip hop, uh, especially in hip hop. I tend to lean more towards the artists that really have something to say. Like, I don't care about your money. I don't care about your cars. I don't care about yeah. your, your ladies. Yeah. Like, tell me what's going on in your neighborhood. Tell me, tell me what problems you have on a day-to-day basis. Tell me what 
you know, who's doing what about these problems, you know, that kind of thing, or, or what I need to do to help you. But, you know, I like the, the social, uh, I had the word it's gone now, but, but yeah, I love that kind of thing. You know, I, I want a message. I don't, I don't, I don't care about the bling and all that stuff. So Yeah. And it's also, you know, uh, very, we always have to keep in mind that like, you know, metal and hip hop, they were genres of, they were genres of rebellion, you know, they were, yes. they were not uh, made to be, uh, to, to be entertaining or, uh, oh yeah, that's a good one. I'll check them, I'll check them out, I don't know, Consolidated, I th- oh, oh, have I heard of them? I don't know about that. I'll send you that one as well. Yeah, please do. Uh, I mean, to me, when it's exactly like you said, when I hear about all the superficial stuff like money and cars and ladies or whatever, it's like I have zero interest for that. When I put on a hip hop record, I want to be like, yes, that, that you are representing something bigger than yourself right now. And you're just calling mm-hmm. it like it is. And you're just educating people through a musical message. I, I don't Got know something to say. Yeah, of course. <clears throat> after, after civil unrest, which one? Do you token. Have that? token. Token. Yeah. Yeah, that one you can if you want to go. Yeah, there. it's like it's everything that we said, you know, about being yeah. a relentless song against, you know, the the big bad, uh, you know, person in your life that you sometimes want to beat down. Which can also be translated into, yeah. you know, like, uh, in general life. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm just cutting off all time as well. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, Negative Grey, uh, which, like you said, that the review is a very dark song. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, like... That one is all you. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, a great title. I love yes. that title. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, it's, you know, about how you we were feeling when, you know, the whole COVID thing started. It's like, it is a COVID song. I mean, uh, it's how that, how you you are actually uh, imprisoned in your own house. For us, I don't know how things were, you know, in uh, the US, but here we had curfew. We couldn't go outside from, uh, you know, uh, during the night. We had to send messages. To- Oh my to go God. to the supermarket, to the pharmacy, to the doctor, to walk uh, the pets, you know, all of our mm-hmm. the dogs around, we, to exercise outside. We had to, you know, like send a message to the government telling them we're going to do that. Wow. Because if somebody stopped you at the, at the, you know, when you were on the road and you didn't have that message, they could like find you. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you could be walking your dog and like police would show up and be like, what are you doing? You were like, just walking the dog. Can I see the message? Yeah, to show them, like, hey, I checked in, I'm good. Yeah, 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 exactly. Wow, wow, yeah, yeah. So, uh, it was, uh, you know, like a very, I don't know, now that I'm thinking back to it, it was like a very uh, post apocalyptic experience. I mean, it was totally you, everybody was controlling, you know, your every move, you were monitored all the time. Mm. Uh, you couldn't see, no. Gatherings were, you know, uh, not allowed. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there were, you know, a lot of stuff that you couldn't do, and in in, in essence, you were just you were just sitting, 
in four walls. That's why. Uh, it was almost like martial law. Was, yeah, 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 pretty much. I liked your line there where you basically talk about your home and you say a friend is now a foe. Yeah. Because you're stuck inside and, you know, it's become a prison. So yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was it was like that. You were you couldn't do anything. You just you just had you yourself and you know if you were lucky to you know stay with another person or you know you had family in your home that was it that was it nothing else yeah. going on uh and uh was i was i the friend who became the folk like <laughs> <laughs> we were stuck we were standing together writing the record <laughs> like we're flip-flops damn ass <laughs> you can walk in bare feet in the home hey nobody talks bad about elton john all right yeah <laughs> let's not let's not forget it <laughs> i mean and i think that's why we <laughs> i'm loving every minute of this man i'm loving i'm loving it seriously i'm just gonna what's out for february it's our it's our halloween there i'm just gonna dress up like Andrew, <laughs> hey yeah. he's retired now he played that's his right. last show so you can yeah. fill in that's right exactly man i'm just gonna get a pink bright bright pink piano and just slam on that thing <laughs> and i think that's also why we couldn't make it uh end on a positive note or a, at least a motivational note yeah because it was you know about covid and mm -hmm. nothing good yeah. came out of that yeah. it was very hard to find something positive in there but sometimes you have to you know you have to go i there, lost the I lost my father to COVID, so that's yeah. Oh, I had oh had, no way! Here, here in Indiana, it's a pretty conservative state, and that you know we had a lot of idiots talking about how it's not real and this uh, all. I'm like, oh Jesus. Come, come to my face and tell me it's not real. Yeah, yeah. I lost exactly. my dad, so yeah. No, I, I got it. I got it. Like, well, our condolences, of course, and but uh, I got it like. Two or three times, and you got it like two, two. two. I got it two times, and Brianna got it once. Thankfully, it was way after the vaccines and all of that thing, so we were just, you know, it was like uh, like you had a flu or something. Yeah, that's yeah, I was, I got it too. I went like two two and a half years without, and I yeah I got it after I was vaccinated, and yeah, it was kind of like a cold, so it wasn't too bad. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was you know, but that song is also to me yeah after hearing the review i was like yeah i mean we couldn't possibly make it end on a positive note right but the, right. then again it was and i think ultra terrorists after that yeah, blood witches, blood witches. Blood witches. Yeah. yeah yeah uh you know with blood witches, we want to um make like a an anti not not an anti-hero because it's not an anti-hero. It's like more of like. A... Uh, yeah, I would say he's it's pretty anti-heroist, but it was definitely in all of the records we do, we tend to do like a character song and just yeah. like express the side, just go very personal. I don't. I'm not sure personal is the correct word. I'm just go very descriptive and just instead of trying to express feelings from uh from a crowd's point of view and from the from a massive point of view yeah. just go a little bit more individual i guess it's the right word yeah, yeah that's what i'm looking for more individual song. so we wanted you know to create like a character that you know um uh, that gets to that point that everything you know 
um, is so dark and you know you need to do what is necessary in order to survive because otherwise there's no way that you can manage the situation that you have to face so um, we created that character the blood witch character that actually you know um, uses every means possible in order you know to survive and you know even if that comes from the darkest part of ourselves we could use that also as a weapon and, you know get by and you know um, get on the other side so um you know uh, i wanted to you know for that also to be like uh, a female character because there were like um there's also some thematics about you know being a woman being you know like a woman in a metal band there are you know some uh i don't know how to say that uh, some prejudices you know some prejudice you know around yeah some some expectations yeah, but expectations, some expectations in a bad way yeah, yeah. and uh, you know i wanted to do also uh uh incorporate that in that character so you know uh that's why it's a blood witch yeah it was also very uh I remember we were talking about, you know, how I love like uh, female heroes in, uh, you know, in comic books. It's like mm -hmm. one of my favorite things because, you know, we got so used to the whole like super, you know, like superhero and male, you know, uh, mm -hmm. absolutely thing that like definitely uh, male dominated. I, yeah. And I yeah. just love like characters like X23, you know, like Wolverine's mm -hmm. daughter or whatever. It's like so not anticipated and yeah. just helps you be more like oh so you know what's this character is going to be about and what she can do and what's like her powers or whatever mm -hmm. so we were talking about this that you know like read this and read that i was like bouncing comic comic books you know with mariana and just going to through some of that stuff and just building our own character in order to have this sort of like an anti-hero character that just channels all the tools that she has you know negative and positive to just get by and just get to the next stage whatever you know that uh by whatever means you know necessary because sometimes you have to dive deep into that psyche and be like i'm going to get through this and even if i'm going to have to channel parts of myself that i don't like this is about survival so i have to do it yeah and then another great video too Thank you. Uh, thank, thank you so you much. much. <laughs> uh, and then it's Sultratera, which is, you know, like... A, yeah, a, the, this one is... is. It's self-explanatory. I mean, uh, it's like, the, it's the message of the of the album. It's, uh, it's what, you know, the, the meaning behind the Ultratera, uh, mm -hmm. what we talked about before, the yep. technological advancements and how far we've come, uh, if that's far enough um if it's not enough you know it just poses you know questions and you know wants to uh stimulate the mind in order to you know to be a little bit more careful about what we're going to do next right. i guess yeah nothing that we you know no deed should go without you know examination i right. think it's the thing that we were trying to say that you know we are we building like are we building the next step or are we building like Mariana says in the chorus uh, are we building our next overlord I mean the, mm -hmm. the song the sum of the song to me comes down to the sample that uh, you don't really want to be playing chess with uh, 
against uh, a super intelligent against machine. Against a super intelligent machine with the world at stake. Yeah. You want to be very careful with what you do with technology because it, uh, it affects people. Mm -hmm. Our intent is always, I want to create something that will help people in that sort of aspect. But then there come the companies, then comes the commercialization, then comes all of that stuff that exactly money, money, money. the money. Yeah. And all your intent <laughs> gets overshadowed by that. There comes some something that is your project suddenly becomes 150 people's project and you have no idea how that came about and you have no control over it. Yep. So now something that you wanted to create to help might be something that they want to create to control yeah so it's again always looking the power in the face questioning it critiquing it not being afraid of it and realizing that some of that stuff that they're selling is some of that stuff that can be detrimental and they can be uh they can play a major factor in how we evolve as people and you know again trying to reach that ultimate earth might be something that in theory is amazing but do we really want to do that the way we are doing it right now is that ultimate earth what we were envisioning to be or is this uh, a good example was like um we were bound i was bouncing ideas off of her like visualize that we have created uh, a planet different than Earth. Let's say, like we say, okay, Earth is dying and we're going to go there. There is Ultra Terra. Now, in a reference, just because you know I'm a huge, you know, like geek, I guess, or nerd, whatever, uh, and proud of it, I was like, I was referencing Transformers and I was like, you remember Unicron? The, that was like a oh yeah yeah like a <laughs> that mechanical planet Heck, yeah. just in the movie <laughs> exactly let's say we built that let's say we with all this technology we built this huge machine that now is coming to devour us that's how you want to envision the record right whatever you want express it however however you want your voice is strong we all believe in you but that's the vision i just want you to look up in the sky and just see this massive thing coming to devour the earth and that is our and, and think that we created that mm -hmm. we wanted to we wanted to create it so much but now shit turned sideways we don't know how but shit turned sideways yeah we should have been way more careful so yeah. ultra terror is about that yeah and then it's you know no country for white flags where you know everybody oh, was oh. crying and bawling their eyes at it was like <laughs> I love you, man. <laughs> no, I love you more. No, I love you more, man. Well, Elton John can write a song, so. It's, I mean, yeah, like I, I said when we reviewed it, I mean, that song, I was not ready for that song. It caught me totally by surprise, and I was like, whoa. And, I mean, I, I had to send Mariana a message after I heard it. I was like, oh, my God. Wow. Thank but, you so, so much. And you know she's got a beautiful voice, and then you hear that, and you're like, Ah, she's got a beautiful voice, you know. Yeah. Thank so. you, thank you so much. It was yeah. really challenging to write that song because it was the first time that I did something like that. Mm -hmm. It's really stripped down. It's really exposed. Um, and uh, you know, I was um, 
I was kind of, you know, scared at the beginning, but then I got excited and then, you know, um, it's it was a total different experience than anything else that, uh, you know, uh, we have done so far. And, uh, you know, I think I made my mom uh, proud because she said that you're always shouting and you're always, you know, like, we cannot hear your voice and, you know. Uh, I mean, my... you sing pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, yeah exactly. Exactly like that. <laughs> Can you I imagine mean... a video, though, with your voice and that song playing over all the strife that you see in your country, yeah. like actual yeah. footage going on and that song? The impact that that could have would just be absolutely yeah, amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that is something that we have in mind to do. Um, uh, we want to create a song, a video for that song. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. We have some ideas that we are throwing around of how, because we want to represent exactly what the song is about. So yeah. um, we, we, I think that we will be able to make it because um, it's different. Mm -hmm. uh musically and uh, it also has like it it has that you know the, that hopeful message that we want to share but mm -hmm. we need to also show the ugliness that you know that comes that come, you know with it. yeah exactly and yeah. i remember the first time like were you speaking to you know as you were speaking and you were like okay i have never done something before I remember the first time I heard it, I was like, man, I'm not so sure it's as good as Rocket Man, but, <laughs> <laughs> but fine, let's put it on the record, man. <laughs> I've done better with, you know, That's with awesome. Cold Heart or whatever, but. <laughs> I'm making you a shirt. It says, I am Elton John. That's Please so do, man. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. I'm, I swear to God, right here, right now. If you make a shirt and send it to me, I'm gonna wear it in our next two shows and get <laughs> and get every photographer to be like, fuck all the other guys, just take pictures of this guy right here. <laughs> it's on. Thank you so much, sir. Uh, Thank nice. you so much. Thank you well, so much. Unfortunately, guys, we're gonna have to wrap this up because we gotta That's get cool. Mr. Steve out of here. He's got an appointment or something, so. Yep. Yes, guys, but it was an absolute pleasure. There was one yeah, thing I, I wanted to leave you guys with. Uh, you know, listening to this album and listening to you guys talk about everything that's going on where you are. Um, there's a, a very famous quote by uh, Ben Franklin, Benjamin Franklin. And he said, it is the first responsibility of every citizen to question authority. Mm. I think you guys are doing that. And, you know, I wish you the best of luck with everything that's going on over there. It sounds absolutely insane. And I feel for you guys. Um, thank you for the awesome music that comes out of that. And Thank you. you know, nice yeah. to meet you, too. <laughs> By the way, creative. <laughs> and, yeah, and I just thank you guys so much. I just want you to know that for me, uh for me musically you guys are literally doing god's work man the th how you are listening to music and the time you're devoid devoting to music it's the way it should be it's an art form that's being very disrespected the last couple of years and being very you know in the background when it where it should be in the front forefront i'm very glad that uh we have a chance to talk to people like you 
and have these beautiful conversations and dive into our music and music in general and whatever you are striving with uh, your podcast i hope you achieve it and just you know uh, to me you have our best wishes man you have our best wishes thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts thank you thank you so so much well, for your support you throughout those years it means the world to us yeah yeah well thank you um continued support because we truly love it um we think you guys are doing amazing work. We love it. And then just talking to you tonight has just added depth to the album. So when we, you know, go on and on to our friends about what they should be listening to, this will definitely be one of those. Yeah. And I, so I told them we got to hang out with somebody else we met through this show a few days ago. And when we were leaving, I was telling Steve, I was like, you know, it's always nice when uh, people don't <laughs> suck. So thank, thank <laughs> yeah. you for not sucking. So. Thank you. We try our best. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, hang in here for a couple more minutes. Don't get off because I just want to talk to you right after the show. Yeah. But this is a reminder for everybody else out there that Wanderings will be doing Greta Van Fleet's new record on Monday at 7 o'clock. And we are also going to be picking our perfect movie moments. So don't forget to show up on Monday for Greta Van Fleet. And until then. We will see you later. Bye.